It's time for Blessed to Play on EWTN Radio, uncovering the role that faith plays in the lives of sports professionals from around the country. And now, here's your host, Ron Meyer. Fire score! Returning to Blessed to Play is Brittany Bach. She was a two-time All-American soccer player at the University of Notre Dame. In fact, she reached the NC2A Finals three times in four years and uh, played professional soccer for seven years. She also trained with the U.S. national team. So uh, really impressive about Brittany is that she had to deal with a lot of adversity as a competitive athlete. In fact, she had to overcome 11 surgeries, uh, throwing some broken ribs, concussions. And there you have a strong woman who's full of character and full of talent on the soccer field. Brittany, it's great to have you on. Welcome back. No, thank you. I'm so grateful to be on this show again. Well, let's talk about soccer because you had, obviously, you had a passion for this game, and um, I'm sure it started when you were very young. But as you moved along to the different levels of soccer, what kept that competitive desire flowing in you? Well, yeah. I mean, I started when I was five years old and played a bunch of different sports, but I just loved to compete. Like, I loved to play any sport. And I just wanted to be the best. I would compete against guys. I, you know, I challenge my siblings every day, like, oh, you think I could beat you in this? <laughs> um, and it just was something that I loved to do. It was the beautiful game. And I think for me, I had this dream and this goal at a very young age where I wanted not just to be in the Olympics, but I wanted to win a gold medal and I wanted to win a world cup. And I had the poster up Mm -hmm. um, above my bed. And so that drive and that hunger was just, I loved the game. I loved to compete and I wanted to be the best. So this dream became sort of a reality. Um, uh, You had high standards, obviously, and you grew up in Naperville, Illinois. Was the University of Notre Dame part of that dream or just fell into your lap? Uh, Well, it's funny. I was actually just yesterday, my sister sent me pictures uh, and she's wearing this Notre Dame sweatshirt, which I now have today. But Notre Dame was never on my radar. I always wanted to go to UNC. That Mm -hmm. was like the soccer school for young girls. And so it was always, you know, like North Carolina. Um, And and somewhere along the mix, uh, Randy from Notre Dame, Randy Waldrum had started to recruit me. And all of a sudden it became on my radar. I was going back and forth between North Carolina and Notre Dame. And just this piece of me was pulling me to Notre Dame. And when I visited campus and it was just something magical about there, my faith was extremely important to me. Uh, I wanted to win four national championships. I wanted to have a great education and it was two hours from home. So I think that that's where the shift kind of happened. And honestly, it was just like this tug and this pull of my heart that ended up just coming on my radar uh, through Randy recruiting me. Yeah, quite a career at Notre Dame from 2005 to 2008, uh, 92 appearances and 46 goals. So you're finding the back of the net. But let's talk about the Tar Heels. You brought up North Carolina in the 2006 NC2A Division One Women's Soccer National Finals, Brittany. Notre Dame came on the short side. North Carolina got one goal that was good enough to win that game. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, that was so actually we played them five times in my career. We tied once, beat them twice and lost twice. 
And our two losses were both, I think, two to one or maybe one to zero, but I thought two to one in both national championship games in Cary, North Carolina. So I was like, oh, and people are like, do you regret, you know, going to Notre Dame when, like, North Carolina, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't, but I still have a, I still have a bitter place in my mouth. And I'm like, oh. You know, you made it to the finals, so obviously that was an achievement in and of itself. But once you get there, you want to win that game, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I literally, I still, you know, I went back to campus a couple years ago and would go back to a football game and watch some soccer games last year. And I still, like, look at that field and I look up at the Notre Dame sign and see, like, the national championships. And if you look at, I was there 05 to 09. Notre Dame won national championships 04 in 2010. I was mm-hmm. like literally sandwiched in between, and we had such a good squad. Uh, it, there's still that, like, ah, but it just keeps that hunger going. Like, okay, never get that back. But, you know, in life, like, okay, I just, I just have that hunger to keep to keep going because that bitter taste doesn't, <laughs> doesn't taste good. Blessed to play Ron Meyer chatting today with Brittany Bach. She played, uh, Seven years of professional soccer. We just talked about her career at the University of Notre Dame. And then, Brittany, you transitioned into playing professional soccer. But before that, uh, you had you trained with the U.S. national team. And that had to be a great experience training with the, the best girls in soccer in your age group. Yeah. I mean, I since I was 14 years old, I was in the youth national team program. So I was traveling all over the states, all over the world with that. Um, and again, my dream and my goal was to play in the Olympics and all on that journey. And my senior year in college, I just had this different mindset, this shift, you know, second semester, your senior year, it's like, okay, you don't have to play. You kind of could just enjoy that semester, but like all athletes and people wanting to go to the next level, I was so determined. I was getting up early, doing extra runs. I was training with the team whenever I could to see. And I just had a shift of mindset that when Mm -hmm. I showed up to LA, my rookie season, uh, I just, I was like, I don't want to just be on this team. I want to compete and play. And it was that first year in LA where the, the first opening game of LA soul versus Washington freedom that the national team coach was there and I played a position I'd never played before center back. Mm -hmm. And my first opponent was against Abby Wambach and Lisa Devanna and (laughs) we won two to zero and I shut them or like, not just me, but we shut them out. And that is what like really caught the eye. And then I trained with the U S national team for that entire year in 20, in 2009, you know, traveling overseas and it's, kind of a blur honestly but just knowing like because it was always like no like it's a competitive environment and I'm in it and I I wish I had a memory to go back um, but I think concussions sometimes get blur that a little bit yeah you have a long career so there's a lot of memory that you have I want to talk about what uh, I think I read somewhere that you didn't feel that you were the fastest player but uh, you might have underestimated your abilities but what was your MO? Did you have to work so hard to get to a certain level? How did you compete like with members of the U.S. national team? How did you get to that level? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I don't know, I think maybe it's that Midwest grit, but I was never the fastest. I was never the most skilled or anything like that. But I, for me, it's like I need to do everything that I can. I'm And, you know, I was one of the strongest players, I believe, in the game. Talk about headers, like college, those 46 goals, 23. So literally half of them 
were from my head. Um, so I was one of the best in the world at heading. I was strong on the tackle. And so for me, not being the most skilled, I, I knew like play to your strength. My coach Mm -hmm. Hudson fortune when I was, when I played for them, pink Panthers team, Chicago years, um, it was like play to your strengths. And so for me, I just literally, I was like, I have to work extremely hard as everyone does to be at that level. But when I played, you know, against certain athletes, it's like I could shut down like Abby Wambach at times and not necessarily fully shut her down, but it was just like, that was my competition. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it honestly getting me to that level and I can have doubts of, Oh, I wasn't good enough. And I honestly look back at my career and sometimes think, man, was I really that good? But I had specific skills that I confidently went into and my weaknesses I worked on, but it was those certain things that, uh, yeah, I brought something to the team that was unique and I think that that's where you can find your place. Yeah, and when you're containing some of the greatest players in the world, that has to be a confidence boost for you. And uh, obviously, you you take that with your abilities and perform at that level. Blessed to play, Ron Meyer, once again joined by Brittany Bach. What a career she did have playing soccer on various levels. And um, you mentioned that you, you signed a pro contract with Sky Blue FC, but you went overseas and played, and that kind of motivated you as well. Why don't you talk about that? Oh, yeah. So I played in the WPS, Women's Professional Soccer, from 2009 to 2011. Uh, played on three different teams because teams kept folding. And then in 2012, I got uh, an email. Actually, I worked out super early in the morning um, in Colorado. I was here in the off season, But I got an email saying the league folded. And I, I was crushed because, you know, for the past three years, played on three different teams and ended up finding out like, okay, there is no league three weeks before season. And so for a little bit, I trained and played with a semi-pro team here in Colorado, the Colorado Rush. And I was actually watching the Olympics that year, uh, Canada play U.S. national team. And I'm watching this game and just sitting in my family room, just like, no, I I need to be here. I want to be back competing at this. And before that, I had gone through my stint of surgeries and injuries, which is why I no longer had that um, experience with the national team. But I made a call or uh, like a Facebook message, actually, to Kendall Fletcher, uh, who played for UNC. But she was overseas, and I was just asking around. And turned out, she's like, hey, we need a player. And three days later, I flew over to Sweden <laughs> and played for a team um, in the Dahlman-Svenskin and played for a few months there before the NWSL started back up the following year. So it was, it was a, it was a crazy opportunity. And speaking of, it was a girl who got injured and tore her ACL and I stepped in to, to basically replace that role. And so it's interesting people's injuries and surgeries. And, you know, I went through that myself, um, but that is how I ended up out there. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. You talked about ACLs. I mentioned 11, surgeries and uh we talked about all these accolades and how you performed and at notre dame but uh this did not come without pain Brittany. you uh you tore your acl you had concussions but 11 surgeries uh the will to play what drove you to just keep rehabilitating and coming back for more well it actually you know i had a ton of injuries in college but like my trainer would joke about how thick my <laughs> my book, the book was for me <laughs> but I just had this this drive this grit this will to compete 
And it was actually 2009 when I first started having some of these problems. Mm-hmm. I was, it was in March of 2009. I was just starting with LA Soul. And I remember I was defending Marta, one of the best players in the world in the female game, and was defending Marta in a 1v1 drill. And I just stepped back and I had this like snap in my foot, in my left foot. And it was towards the end of practice, and I, I stepped to the back of the line, and I just remember, like, what the heck was that? Mm. Well, from that, and then we had our first game, I believe, at the end of March, get called into the national team. I played that entire year with the national team up until November. And in May, I'd also had stepped really bad um, on my right foot in May with the national team. So that entire year I continued to play and my goal, I was like, I'm with the national team. I have to like, this is my chance. I need to play. I need to do everything. And so that mind over matter mindset is just kicked in because I was like, this is my dream and my goal. Well, it turned out I had snapped a ligament in my left foot and I had broken my sesamoid bone in my right foot. So from March and May till November, I was playing on essentially two broken feet and people, you know, maybe didn't see, oh, anything's wrong, but I have just, I compare, I look at football players and like Drew Brees who like broke like 11 ribs and punctured a lung. And like, you just see the will of the athletes of, I want to compete. I want to reach my goals. And so you push through, mm-hmm. there's a weird relationship with pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what kept me going and driving. All right. I want to pick it up with that theme when we return adversity and then faith as your guiding light to get you through these tough times. I'm talking with Brittany Bach, a former professional soccer player. Keep it right here. You don't want to miss this. Blessed to Play returns after this. Are you ready to spread your wings? Wings is the weekly newsletter that's packed with exclusive news, program information, features, and updates of all that's going on at the Global Catholic Network. To sign up, go to EWTN.com, click subscribe, enter your name and email address, and you'll start getting your wings every week. Get your wings today. It's the weekly newsletter from EWTN, the Global Catholic Network. Welcome back to Blessed to Play. Ron Meyer joined today by Brittany Bach. And if you listen to the first half of the show, she uh, spent a lot of time on the pitch. In fact, she played for the University of Notre Dame. She was a two-time All-American. She trained with the U.S. national team and then played professional soccer for a number of years abroad and in the States here. And now she she mentors, she talks, and uh, we talked about adversity and how she had overcome 11 surgeries. Uh, she banged up her ACL pretty good, broken ribs, concussions. and um, But Brittany has a life of faith as a Catholic, and her faith is her guiding light. And I know when you went to University of Notre Dame, you had all these faith reminders around you. But talk about how you got through these difficult times of adversity with faith on your side. Yeah, well, I remember in college just having this battle um where I was, I was just, I want to pray more. I want a close relationship with God, but there were a lot of distractions. And so I still try and show up 
here and there and, and that be a part of my life. But there was a craving to go deeper. Like I felt this tug in my heart and it was honestly, um, you know, I'd, I'd go to mass my, my rookie season in the pros. Like I was in LA and then DC and then Buffalo, but I would find places to go to mass. I'd find places to find community in the church, but that desire and that growth and that like hunger for the Lord, honestly, grew when I went through suffering, when I started to go through these surgeries, because I started to question and like, God, why are you doing this? Or why are you allowing this to happen? And that hunger and that thirst actually was strengthened through my surgeries, through the suffering, through the pain, because it was, it was something bigger than myself. And it became, you know, I had 11 surgeries through soccer, but every time that you, I got knocked down and I'd come back, you know, I'd come back to play, I, I couldn't rely on my own strength. And more and more did I have to just fall to my knees and go to the Lord about it. And it was not an easy journey. And I continue to go through that battle. Um, but each time knowing that my suffering is strengthened, that my suffering is actually strengthening my faith. Now, is this helping you to process not only your pain, but who you are as an individual? Because you're in the soccer world, so to speak, and everything is soccer. You know, you're, everyone's telling you you're a soccer player. Your identity is soccer, soccer, soccer. But did this uh, formulate a different view of Brittany Bach in light of your faith? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when I stopped playing soccer um, professionally in 2015 was my last season. I moved to Colorado, um, honestly, to get away from the soccer world. I wanted to hide. I wanted to disappear because my identity was so much in the sport. Mm -hmm. And when I feel like I couldn't perform, I had a really hard time dealing with that. As I know a lot of athletes do, especially when they just place their identity in their sport. And so when I came to Colorado, um, got in, I became a massage therapist. I wanted to help others. I wanted to help people through that, but also my compassion has grown more and more and more for people um, when I've gone through injuries and surgeries. But beyond that, in 2019, I actually, I hadn't played soccer in a couple of years, just too much pain mentally, physically, and emotionally still deal with, deal with stuff with my knee and my feet. Well, in 2019, I played futsal one time, back-to-back games. Someone asked me to be a sub. I was so sore. And so I had this love and this joy of the game again. And a week or two later, um, I end up hurting my foot, not through soccer, but I end up hurting a foot and I ended up having to get two surgeries and I just questioned so many things. And then beyond that in 2020 found out I had chronic Lyme disease, which is a horrible and painful, um, disease that a lot of people deal with that don't even know it, but it's through like that suffering and that, per- that pers- perseverance through adversity where i where this has built up, but it also just broke me in a way where I was like, I cannot do this on my own anymore. And this purpose, this calling, like soccer was my stage Mm -hmm. for so long. And I felt like that part died to me. And then I'm like, what, what am I here for? Well, it's through these injuries and these surgeries where compassion grew, where I had to keep fighting. And, And honestly, the battle and the struggle of the mind and the spiritual realm is what really I'm like, I'm I'm made for more than this. Like I have a greater purpose than just my soccer. That was a stage for so long, but I truly feel like it became, it's something so much bigger. And being here in Colorado, I'm like, okay, I'm, 
I'm here for a reason, and it's continuing to step into that, step into the pain and the struggle um, to find where God wants to use me. It sounds like it was a freeing experience as well. Obviously, you went through a lot of pain and struggle because now you're getting away from how people are defining you or how you should be defined, and you're being defined now by your relationship with God. Yeah, I, uh, I still have had really hard days, um, even like now, um, I don't have that, that like connection or that like stronghold from soccer anymore, but I just had a call yesterday, someone reaching out. There's been several people have, um, messaged me about injuries to young athletes, ACL tears and all of this. And they're reaching out to me because that's where they knew me and knew that I can relate. But my heart is so much has so much more compassion for uh, people struggling with mental health, people struggling with that mindset. And, and, and now, it although it's extremely hard still, it's like I know that I've gone through this, you know, all my past, that maybe I went through all of this because then I can relate to people. And I got to the highest level in soccer, but... I, I struggle just as anyone does, especially like in that, that mental health realm. And especially when 2020 hit, I just, I know that so many more people are hurting and this is a bigger platform probably that I could have had just playing soccer uh, to be able to relate and that going just in the depths and the darkness of that. And to me, so many people in this world today don't know the Lord. And for me, I, I have a heart and my heart aches if people you know, maybe they don't know the Lord, and I just, I want to show them that they can have hope in something bigger than, you know, their career, their family life, their whatever it may be. Yeah, I feel like that's my calling now. Yeah, and your soccer career gives you that pulpit to share that message and for people to listen. Blessed to play Ron Meyer chatting once again with Brittany Bach, former professional soccer player. Now, you're living in Colorado, and there's some great surroundings. I know you're uh, very much into hiking and uh seeing God's beauty, if you will. Talk about that part of your life now, just being in the mountains and, you know, being uh, looking at God's creation. That has to be something that you uh, appreciate and also look forward to. Oh, absolutely. I mean, every day I, I am living in Winter Park, Frazier now. And before I was in Denver, but that was something that drew me out West was just the power and the beauty of God's creation every single day. Um, I, I go for a walk and I can see the mountains and then there's this one mountain, um, buyers, which I, uh, I post about it all the time. Cause I'm like, Oh, she's a beaut. It's such a beautiful mountain. Um, and just yesterday actually, uh, went up and hiked that. And it's just like this, this struggle, this suffering, not going to lie, my feet, my knee, my body did not like it. And, mm. you know, maybe part of that is Lyme, part of that is <laughs> past injuries, but it is something that's so freeing and um, so beautiful, like in this spiritual walk of seeing like the power and the magnificence of God's beauty. It's like nothing else. I'm so so grateful to live here. How do you pray? How do you uh, get inspired? What, what prayers do you turn to, to to get that strength to go on despite all your difficulties that you talked about? It actually is something that um, with our faith, I've gone 
where I am super on fire. And then there's times where I feel I am at times of desolation and I'll go to read scripture. Um, you know, there's certain scriptures on suffering or hope that I'll, that I'll go to. Um, and sometimes just honestly, like praying the, our father, um, just going to that prayer where if I don't know what else to say or a Hail Mary, actually, uh, just going where I can just like meditate and just like release on that. Um, I think sometimes in prayer, you know, it's like, oh, I have this expectation and there are times when I honestly just show up and feel like my mind is all over the place and my prayer is like, is just for the Lord to receive me. Mm-hmm. Here and I'm really grateful. My fiance is uh, just so strong in prayer. And if there's times where I just feel like I am believing so many lies, which I think so many people do, just the lies and just the spiritual battle of that, he will sit with me and he'll stop me where I'm at, and he will just pray over me and just like rebuke lies and speak truth into my life. So he's been a huge part um, helping me through a lot of this. Um, And then sometimes I'll go for a walk and grab my rosary, but sometimes it's amazing. I just realize, wow, that that just gives me a lot of peace. Um, And just trying to release everything to the Lord, I just cry out and I don't even know what to say, but Mm -hmm. the Lord receives me where I'm at. Exactly. That's very well put, because there's many ways to approach God, and it depends what we're going through. It's There's no set formula. There's just a an open heart and reaching out and just being, just being. That's the most important thing. I know you talked to, uh, we have a couple minutes remaining here, to groups and perhaps high school age students, but what is your message to the athlete today? There's so much pressure put on athletes uh, for various reasons, but what is the proper perspective that you could communicate to them? I think one of the biggest things is your worth. Like you are so much more than your sport, than an athlete, than like you are a child of God. And I think we can put our worth on our performance and which is, it's such a high, le- such a high level for people and the pressure and social media. And My biggest thing is just like, if you don't know who you are in Christ, you will get sucked up and choked out by the ways of the world. And so I just desire for people to know that they are loved and that they are chosen, that they are seen and that they are a child of God and that they are worthy regardless of how they perform and good or bad. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I, I want them to know that that truth And it's something, too, that I have to remind myself daily of. And it's when I do talk to a younger generation or anyone, honestly, it's a conviction for my heart to know, like, if I am believing lies or if I am trying to perform to be good, that I just have to go back to the truth of who I am, who God says I am, and and who I am in Christ. Brittany, thanks so much. This has been great to reconnect with you, but your candid, your authenticity about uh, your life, your spirituality, and also playing soccer at a tremendous level, uh, some great accolades and a great career. Uh, thank you for sharing this. I know those listening today will be touched. Thanks so much. Thanks for coming on Blessed to Play. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Blessed to Play fans, check us out on the web at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You could like us on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter at Blessed to Play. For Brittany Bach, I'm Ron Meyer. We'll catch you next time right here on Blessed to Play. 
You've been listening to Blessed to Play with host Ron Meyer on the EWTN Global Catholic Network. If you have a question or comment about today's show, feel free to email us at info at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You can also connect with the show on the web at www.blessedtoplay.com. Again, that's blessed, the number two, play.com. Join us again next time for Blessed to Play on the EWTN Global Catholic Network.